Hey everybody, you're listening to Don Chanel and Akiana's Lip Smacking Podcast. Today is March 17th, and we want to wish you a happy St. Patty's Day. And we do hope you are celebrating and keeping up the Women's Month because we're all about the female empowerment and we're having a lot of fun with the podcast. So thank you so much for giving us your time and showing us that you appreciate the time that we put into the podcast. So thank you so much for that. Again, my name is Don Chanel and I am your co-host. We are going to be getting right into the show with Akiana's Lips Mac and Hot Topics and then we'll come back with me for some consumer reports. We'll be right back guys. Stay tuned. Hello, lovely friends and family. It is your girl and co-host, Akiana of Don Chanel and Akiana Lip Smack in the podcast. Just wanting to let you know that we love and we appreciate each and every one of you. And thanks for listening. We are going to have an awesome 2021. I know it's March, so it's kind of late for that. We're going to have an awesome 2021 speech, but thought I'd throw it in there anyways. Anyways, Thanks for listening. Thanks for staying tuned. And we love you guys. If the housing market becomes uh, booming in Illinois, I think I might know why. Illinois City becomes the first city in the U.S. to commit to fund $10 million towards respirations for black residents. Hmm. Okay, so uh, there's a lot of conversation going around the reparations for black people, um, and it has been happening for decades. We've we've heard it in different songs. We've heard it, but there's really no hard, hard evidence with it. Um, Different families, different activists, different politicians speak about what black people deserve, but we haven't really seen any action until now. Chicago, uh, Illinois, as like I said, making history. It's been 31 years later and respirations funds have been passed. In 1989, a representative uh, by the name of John Coyers originally introduced the fund to reintroduce, um, reintroduce it every year until he resigned in 2017. Now, this is according to an article I found on ABC News. Uh, thanks to the Fifth Ward, uh, Robin Rue Simmons and others, the fund was successfully passed in 2019. It made Evanston the first city in the U.S. to fund Black residents their respiration. reparation. Sorry about that. The city council has committed to utilizing 3% of the tax collected from recreational cannabis sales to benefit Black residents. Uh, Evanston is committing $10 million over the next few years. Really, really interesting. Um, really, really interesting. Hopefully, all the cities pay back what is due to us. We've heard about it in, in textbook. We've heard about it, like I said, in songs. Um, let's go ahead and see some of those funds be deposited into bank accounts. Did you guys hear about the Chinese court? Uh, the Chinese court ruled homosexuality can be called a mental disorder. Hmm. Uh, it says uh, a Chinese court has ruled in favor that the academic textbook that labeled homosexuality as a mental disorder. 
this decision was made, I believe this past February. Um, the court um, uh, did a study and it was on a 24-year-old student named something, something, something. I say something, something, something because I cannot pronounce it. Um, this person filed a lawsuit against the textbook. Hmm. In the textbook, it was a 2013 edition of Mental Health Education for College Students listed as a homosexuality, homosexuality as a common psychosexual disorder, which also included a cross-dressing and fetish um, by South China Morning Post. Hmm. The person sued because they said that the textbook statement was wrong and due to lack of scientific evidence. Interesting. I feel like we're just moving backwards, like we're not going forward, we're just moving backwards. We have people out here suing textbooks because there's no scientific backings on it. Hmm. What the heck is going on down in Mississippi, uh, Jackson, Mississippi to be exact? Um, somebody said that they have gone two weeks without safe drinking water. How could you go two weeks without safe drinking water? One, stop drinking tap water. Uh, two, you're supposed to be using bottled water or have a Brita in your refrigerator or your refrigerator system should have some kind of filtered water. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, why don't these people have safe drinking water? Uh, does anybody have any answers? Because that's a long time. So I don't know if you guys follow Tasha K, but um, she did an well, it wasn't interesting. It was it was kind of sickening. Um, she was interviewing uh, Nia Riley. Uh, Nia Riley, the um, daughter of Teddy Riley. Um, and it was just kind of reflecting over her relationship when she was with Soldier Boy. Um, she mentioned on the segment that Soldier Boy um, kicked her in the stomach and caused her to have a miscarriage. Uh I don't know why he's not in jail. Um, I, I don't know why she didn't press charges, but that's a bit much. Um, like I said, uh, Tasha K sat down with, I mean, uh, Nia sat down with Tasha K and um, Tasha K was just kind of going over some of the things that she saw when they were on their show called Marriage Boot Camp. I don't know if you guys watched that, um, but Nia claims that her boyfriend was so violent. Uh, that's the reason why she had a miscarriage. When Tasha asked her about the incident, wondering if Soldier Boy knew she was pregnant during this particular encounter where he allegedly kicked her in the stomach, um, she said, but for him to kick you in the stomach um, when you were pregnant, did you tell him you were pregnant with his baby? Nia said, absolutely. He knew I was pregnant. Uh, I was 15 weeks. I didn't think I had told anybody I was pregnant uh, because truthfully in my mind, I didn't know what I was going to do or what I wanted to do. And I was in LA, so I had some time, quote unquote. When Tasha asked about how soon after the violent encounter, Riley miscarried, she explained, I'm not sure what time it happened, but I know for sure it was that night, late night or either early morning. I just remember I had to put a towel in the bed. Ladies, violence is never okay. Um... 
Every female has witnesses, has gone through it, and you have to have an outlet, which means you have to have a best friend, a sister, a mother, a father, somebody you can reach out to and let them know that things things are happening. Hopefully, your outlet person is strong enough and loves you enough to help you get through this process and to help you find a path out. Again, this, you know, it's a really sad story. Um, I don't know. Just really a really sad story. I watched the most disgusting video. Um uh, it, it it made my stomach turn. There was a little boy in I believe Plano, Texas, uh African American little boy who um, was invited to a sleepover. Um, During the sleepover, he was woken up out of his sleep and told, dude, you stop breathing, hurry up and drink this. He took the cup and he drank it. This event was filmed. So shout out for cell phones. Um, The little boy later realized he was drinking a cup full of urine. This little boy goes to a school um, and he has been bullied for over a year. Kids call him the N-word and they bully him. One of the boys there befriended him, had a sleepover, invited him over, and then later let the bullies come over. This definitely sounds like a hate crime. Um, The little boy was threatened and told he bet not tell nobody. So... um, Very excited and happy that the little boy uh, didn't let that stop him. And he reported it to his mother. His mother then took it to the police. The police said, yeah, we'll investigate uh, the night of the the night of the sleepover. And then therefore after nothing before the sleepover. I don't understand um, policy and procedure with that. But I mean, at least they say they're going to look into it. Um. As for me, I definitely would be giving a report from jail because I clearly would be locked up. Um, And for the children involved, that is so sickening. And hopefully these kids' parents can get them some kind of counseling. Um, This is not a prank. It's not a joke. It's not even funny. These children will grow up and definitely be starring on the Oxygen channel. And that's all I'm going to say on that. So California um, is looking to assemble a bill. It is going to be called Bill 1084. And this bill could ban boy and girl sections in the store. And this would be like clothes and toys. They would all just be neutral. Now, in my head, I'm thinking, does that mean everything is going to be like gray or yellow? Because those are the only two colors I could think of off the top of my head that are like gender neutral. Um, But then the other side of my brain is thinking, hmm, say you're a mom and you have like twin girls and you want to go to the store and you want to get them dresses. Do you now have to shuffle through things because there's no girl section in the store? Like, how does that work? And to me, I feel like parents, and I know that there are parents with like young children that uh, don't want to be the gender that they are, which is fine. 
But couldn't you go to, so say you have a son and your son wants to be a girl and your son is like six, wouldn't you just take your six-year-old son to the girl section of the store and pick out their clothes? Like what is the purpose of having like gender neutral stuff in the store? I, I don't know. Make it make sense because I don't understand. So I don't know if any of you guys are like me, but when I'm traveling or I have an event coming up, I like to stay in hotels based on the star service. Um, with that being said, uh, in 2027, it is scheduled that uh, Space will open its first hotel. I have so many questions about this because I know you need all kinds of equipment to go to space. I know you have to be physically fit to go to space. Um, I, I wonder what the waiting list is going to look like. What kind of security clearance do you have to have to get to space? And then what are you going to do on this hotel? Like, is it going to be a casino where there's like so many things for you to do? Is it an amusement park or are you just going to get in this thing, travel to space, go to sleep, and then come home the next day? Like, again, I have so many freaking questions. So what I read was that there is a, it's like a cruise ship style hotel that is going to float above the Earth's atmosphere. Um, and it's going to be called a getaway foundation. Um, it is made up of 24 units and it's connected to an elevator that will operate as a rotating wheel. So kind of imagine like a um, a, car a carousel. Is it called a carousel? I think it's called a carousel. The thing that turns around and the seats move and you wave at people at the bottom. I think that's a carousel. Moving on. Um, like I said, this is set to be scheduled to open 2027. Um, so let's just kind of stay tuned and keep an eye on that. I saw a very interesting article, um, and I'll go ahead and share my findings with you guys. So in San Antonio, Texas, there's a woman that has been arrested after she set a Bible on fire in her own backyard. This fire caused her home to catch fire along with the neighbor's home. Hmm. This happened earlier this week. Um, the San Antonio Fire Department arrived around 7.30 in the morning. Uh, upon arrival, they witnessed um, what witnesses say um, was a woman burning a, a Bible. Um, the flames did spread and her neighbor's whack, back wall, sorry, caught fire. And it's about $150,000 in damages. The good thing is nobody was hurt, um, but she did ruin the neighbor's home um, and the neighbors uh, lost their medication in the fire and they're temporarily moving five dogs to an animal shelter until they can find a new place for them to live. Uh, I'm not sure why she set this Bible on fire. It's always three sides to every story. Can't wait for this article to break because I really want to know why she was so mad at the Bible she set it on fire. I want to donate a Petty Award. Who is this Petty Award going to? None other than Mr. Yeezy himself. Wow, yay. I mean, we knew you were crazy, so we can't say we didn't know that, but 
Come on, like really? <sighs> it is reported that Mr. Yeezy himself uh, is not speaking to his wife. Um, they're going through, I'm, it looks like a nasty divorce. He allegedly changed his phone number and told him, if you want to get at me, you can get at me through security. Sir, you guys have, I think, what, four children together? You want her to contact your security to get a hold of you? You cannot be that petty. Like, you're over the age of 21. I'm going to need you to grow up and just deal with whatever it is you're dealing with. Like, you changed your phone number. She is the mother of your children. How could you do that? Get at you through security? I'm disgusted and I'm I'm sickened by this. I really, really need... And there's nobody really in his corner. And when I say that, I mean as far as his mother, because I feel like his mother would have sat him down and been like, yo, you really need to chill out and you need to stop all this nonsense. I mean, I don't know who is backing him on this, but I don't think it's okay. I really don't think it's okay. You guys have children together. You guys need to be able to co-parent and you guys need to be able to reach each other without having anyone involved. Get at you through your security? That don't even sound right. Like, come on now, dude. I don't know about you, but I personally, me, Don Chanel, I don't skate on frozen ponds. And well, there's only one reason why I don't skate on frozen ponds. And well, maybe there's two reasons why. One is because I don't live near frozen ponds. And two, how do I know that the pond is frozen enough for me to skate on it? You're not going to sit up here and have me skate on a frozen pond and fall through because that is exactly what happened to William Rogers in New Hampshire, a teacher from New Hampshire, okay, named William Rogers, fell through the ice over the weekend while skating on a frozen pond. Well, guess what? He's alive to tell his story. And let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. And I almost don't want to tell you why because I'm going to have to hear Akiana's mouth. Because Akiana is always telling me to get an iPhone. She does not like me having a droid. We've been having our qualms and issues over our phones for the longest time. But uh, Mr. Rogers, he had on a, an Apple Watch. And thank goodness that he did. Because when he fell through that cold, freezing, frozen pond and into the water... He remembered that he had his Apple Watch and was able to call 911 and get some help. He was able to tell them that he had about 10 minutes left before he would be in straight up hypothermia and unable to respond. And they were able to do what they needed to do to rescue him. So I'm glad he was able to not panic and actually think himself through the process. And that's what I'm always talking about all the time, thinking through the process. Like he could have panicked and not gave himself time to gather. But we we want to survive, right? Our bodies kick ourselves into the, to survival mode. And surviving has a lot to do with how we think, how we put ourselves in to gear what is our uh process right and he was able to process the fact that he had on an apple watch and he wasn't in the mood to die so he made a fresh phone call and you know i'm sure they came picked him up got some warm blankets warmed him up real good and i guess that is going to be the last time 
he goes skating on a frozen pond. Yes, indeed. I'm just assuming I could be wrong, but I don't think he wants to find himself in that predicament ever again. All right, all right. When I say I'm coming with the consumer reports, I mean I'm coming with the consumer reports. Are you a consumer? Well, this is a report that you need to hear. Uh, in Linwood, California, uh-huh, according to KABC, shopping at a dollar store is one way to stretch your budget. But according to this article, a new discount store in Linwood lowers its prices every day. What? And it's creating quite a buzz. <laughs> People looking for a bargain have been standing and sitting in long lines for up to an hour waiting to get into daily prices. That is the name of the store in Linwood, California. Um, the store opens every week on Thursday and everything in the store is only $6. Um, on Fridays, the price drops to $4. On Saturdays, $3. Sundays, $2. On Mondays, $1. And on Tuesdays, everything inside daily prices is only hold your damn hats. Put on your seatbelts. Ew, honey. You're not going to believe what I'm about to say. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because I don't believe it. But, yeah, on Tuesdays, everything at daily prices is 25 cents. The store is closed on Wednesdays to restock. I bet you they are because they got a, everything was cleaned out if the prices were that low. Okay. The store is closed on Wednesdays, okay? So don't go over there thinking you, you heard me tell you to go to Linwood, California. You're going to get there on Wednesday and they're going to be closed because they're trying to restock. So don't go on Wednesdays, all right? They're getting brand new inventory for the following week. Now, the 15,000 square foot store is filled with everything from clothing to shoes, bedding, kitchen, and appliances, toys for kids as well. You guys, Daily Prices is open Thursdays through Monday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. And on Tuesdays from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., okay? So keep that in mind. You think you're going there on a Tuesday because you're like, on Tuesdays, everything is going to be 25 cents. But please trust and believe. On Tuesdays, you only have from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. to get it cracking. So wake up, get, get up, get early, get out, get to shopping, and get back home in time to watch General Hospital because that's my show. <laughs> The store is located at 10801 Long Beach Boulevard in Linwood, California. So if you want to shop for a bargain, ha, there you go. So just so that you know, FCC approves a $50 monthly internet subsidies for low-income households during the pandemic, okay? So know that your internet bill should be around that price, right? And you shouldn't be going without connection to the world during this time, this very critical time. The Federal Communications Commission's on Thursday approved final rules for a new broadband subsidy program that could help struggling families pay for internet services during the pandemic. The agency's $3.2 billion emergency broadband benefit program provides eligible low-income households with up to $50 per month credit on their internet bills through their provider until the end of the pandemic in tribal areas eligible households may receive up to 75 dollars per month the program also provides eligible households up to 100 off one computer or tablet okay 
The congressionally created program is aimed at closing the digital divide, which has become painfully apparent over the past year as millions of Americans have been forced to work and learn remotely. Some have also raised concerns that the digital divide could affect access to the vaccine as signups typically happen online. So all of this is according to ABC7, and and it's true. It's what's going on right now. And if you are in that group, then definitely take advantage of this because you have to have access to the Internet. For years, industry critics have pointed to inaccurate broadband maps, lack of corporate investment, and insufficient focus on rural areas as key hurdles preventing millions of Americans from getting online. The FCC officially believes as many as 21 million Americans lack high-speed internet, but skeptics, including some within the FCC, have said the real number is likely much higher. Okay? Last year, Congress passed a coronavirus relief package that contained provisions for the FCC's news program of the FCC's new program. And the FCC has established a fresh task force this year to improve the data it collects on the broadband availability, which could ultimately help the agency better target its efforts to close the gap. So let's do that. Let's do that for the people of America. Let's do it for the, you know, come, come together and unite as a country. Let's do it for the kids. Let's do it. We have to be connected. And the internet is what connects us. It's what's connecting you and I now. It's what connects us to information. We are an information-driven society. That's how we learn. That is how we build. That is how we take advantage. That is how we elevate. So if we want to elevate we have to have access to that which elevates us. So make sure that you are taking advantage of all of the programs available to you during this tough time because although it is a tough time, there are programs that are helping to ease some of the pain. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that this consumer report was of use. If it's something that doesn't fit your uh, specific situation, but you know someone that it does, pass the information along. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. This is Don Chanel and you're listening to Lip Smackin' the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to Don Chanel and Akiana's Lip Smackin' podcast. Again, we do appreciate your ears and everything that you hear is coming straight from the heart. So boom, we shoot it like a dart right in the center because we want to get you right there. We want to get your attention. So that's how we bring it to you as often as we can. So thank you so much for listening. Please make sure you're following us on our social media platforms like Facebook and Instagram. We will do better with Instagram. Akiana's been getting on me about that. So we will do better with that. And um, yeah, let's just keep on making it happen, everybody. We're in this together. And we, we, it's been one full, crazy, crazy ride, but we're still on top. So let's keep riding, shall we? Until next time, take care.